All right, so what's up, Bryce? What's up, Maurice? And it is the better halves here as well. Hello. It seems like a running theme. Yeah, it's kind of the story of our lives. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's it's been a while. Mm. I hope we don't make a theme out of that. Um, but you guys aren't going to be here next week either. What to do? Or the week after. Or the or week after. after that. Bummer. We leave on a Wednesday and come back on a Wednesday. Correct. I had to fix that. So, um, again, you guys that are listening right now are just seeing like the raw, um, how we make a podcast, how to stay friends in the midst of life happening is, is more the, is more the story. story. <laughs> uh, make a podcast and maintain friendships. Um, so yeah, let's just kind of catch up. So like, okay, you guys are gonna be gone because you guys are going on vacation. Woo woo. Yes. Um, Bryce, I know you and I talked previously about. Um, recording podcasts with other people, kind of stepping out on each other, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a, we have this, we have the NFL season starting up a week from tomorrow. Yeah. And the idea that I had um, floating around in my head was to possibly get a sports correspondent on <laughs> to the journal. Okay. Um, to kind of make some predictions about the about the Chiefs season, the newly engaged Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes. Yeah. Hello, um, about that. Yeah, my homie. Is getting engaged. You know, he got a ring, and so we had to give one away, that kind of thing. Because <laughs> um, so, well, it's just as big. Almost. <laughs> it's pretty big. I, I believe it. I believe it. Almost. So, um, um, do you have any thoughts or feelings about me bringing, pulling somebody else in to make some predictions? No. All right. Nope. Fantastic. I think, so, I think that would be pretty cool. I may uh, I may record something like that in the next 48 to 72 hours, but I, won't, I may not. I might keep it in the can. Yeah. And post it next week before the game happens. Yeah. Yeah. So next Thursday is the next preseason, or is the first preseason game? First regular season game. There's no preseason this year. Oh. None. Okay. Done away with all the shenanigans. Yeah. Regular season, this game matters. It does matter. Thursday night uh, against the Houston Texans. Trying to get out my little Mahomie doll. Right here in (laughs) Kansas City. Um, So that's number one. Okay, so that's happening. Um... How are you guys? How have things been? What have I missed? Danielle's had a... uh, You got a little bit of a snippet of it on Sunday, but Danielle's had a little bit of a rough time at work lately. So um, we've been... That's that's kind of been on the forefront of our minds and what Mm. we've been dealing with lately. She's actually got a meeting with the general manager and the owner tomorrow about what is going to happen going forward. Basically discussing... If I have a future there and what that would look like, so. And if she doesn't, she's got another job lined up, so we're not down, in, or we're not uh, going to be hurting, I guess, if that happens. Sure. Let she me know, because I got to know where to go. <laughs> I've I only, some love. <laughs> I've only worked for this one owner since I got out of school, so I'm a little nervous about, like, changing. I mean, other than the benefits that I talked about before, right. so. It's all a little nerve-wracking, but... Mm. The thing is, is that you're, I mean, you're talking to one of, like, the best hairstylists, and I know I'm biased because I'm her husband, but (laughs) I honestly believe that she is one of the best that I've ever experienced, the best that I've ever experienced. Well, just gonna... What you're experiencing right now is great restraint on my part, just to make comments and jokes. Uh, But that's great. (laughs) That's awesome. Um... (laughs) Yeah, uh, Danielle will definitely be praying for you guys about that venture, about that meeting. When is that meeting supposed to happen? Tomorrow Tomorrow at noon. Tomorrow at high noon. (laughs) 
Guns blazing, boom, boom. Okay. Um, we'll definitely be praying for that. Uh, Bryce, how about you, sir? How are things? Um, they're pretty good. I have been... Lately, I've, I've, or a while back, I've been thinking about my health and stuff like that and thinking mm. about when I wake up and thinking about my shoulder and things like that, things that have been hurting me. And lately, they haven't been giving me too many problems. Mm. Um, I've kind of gotten myself on more of a... More of a little bit more of a strict schedule. Yeah. Um, certain time I go to bed by at the at at night, and certain mm-hmm. time I get up in the morning and stuff. And yeah. Um, how long I work at my job because there's a little bit of flexibility there. But um, lately it's been all about trying to save up money to be able to go down to Florida and be able to enjoy ourselves down in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, that's kind of been what I've been focusing on. Yeah. Um, and trying to get that taken care of. We're putting in a privacy fence at the house, so we're trying to figure that out. Mm. Um, Him and his dad are doing it by themselves. Mm. Oh, let me know how that goes, because yeah. I know a place that needs one. <laughs> so, Quick, um, fast, and in a hurry. We are, uh, we're actually, me and Danielle are driving out to uh, Gladstone tonight, so North Kansas City. To because they're the only place that has the all the supplies yeah, basically that we need that we need. So that has also been on my mind as well. But on a positive note, he only has three days and then he's on vacation for two weeks. Boom, boom. That is true. Must be nice. Mm, True story. What's vacation like? I've been on vacation for, I mean, since our wedding, but that wasn't necessarily vacation. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, I don't think I've had vacation since November of last year. So it's been, it's been a while. It's been a long time coming. But yeah, two and a half weeks off of work, not having to worry about it. A week in Florida, coming back, putting a fence up. I mean, there's not not much to it. And then I got my, on another high note, I got myself a, a really powerful Oh my goodness. Last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yesterday, he comes home from it. work and he's like, can we go get a weed eater? And I'm like, I guess. And I've never seen him more excited about mm-hmm. anything. <laughs> he's I, such a homeowner. I went yeah, back in the backyard and started weed eating everything yep and it was wonderful Amazing. yeah <sighs> it's so powerful I, I danielle here's the thing i don't knock it you know whatever brings them joy you know because <laughs> yeah. they're 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 things that bring me joy you know like for instance i walk into best buy that, that's the smell of opportunities right there that's, yeah that's the smell of anxiety for me right. <laughs> mm. so my best friend and i talk about it all the time we're like why are our husbands so obsessed with the way the lawn looks i'm like i don't really know it's gonna grow out in like two days i mean Think about it look at the lawn it's like curb appeal hey when you get like out curb. there and you sweat in that lawn <laughs> exactly. and you break your back in that lawn blood sweat and tears are invested I never understood exactly. until I mowed my own freaking lawn <laughs> for the first time and then when I left and came back and I drove up I was like that's the best looking lawn <laughs> that's right and I did that yeah exactly every day we come home and he's like Oh, Robert mowed his lawn. He's trying to make me look bad. <laughs> our neighbors keep mowing our lawn, or their lawns, and then 
I was the first one to mow our lawn, and so my lawn looks the best out of our neighbors. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty proud about that. What but, an accomplishment! Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, <laughs> excited about it. These are these are first world problems right here. Lawn. <laughs> right. So, so now I know when you drive up to my house, you are checking out my lawn to make sure that I did a good job. Exactly. Every time his dad comes over, he's like, you know, the first thing he's gonna say, I haven't cut the grass yet. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I try to every time he comes over. But um, on a totally different note, spinning like 180, this please, morning, please. This, morning, <laughs> this morning, I had a dentist appointment. Mm. And I've known my dentist for my whole life. Like, she's been my dentist for my whole life. Um, and she, have you ever been to the dentist and they, like, they think it's the best time to talk to you whenever they have instruments in your mouth? Literally every dentist is like that, I think. Yeah. Like, like they're picking at your teeth or whatever they're doing, and then they just have, like, a full-blown conversation with you, and you can't answer. You can't talk. Uh-uh. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's all you can do. And I couldn't talk or anything, and she decided it was a good idea to talk to me about Black Lives Matter and politics <laughs> at that time. She's like, well, you can't respond. You can't so respond right now. So <laughs> do tell, Bryce. Do tell. <laughs> and um, it was just her her ideas and her, her thoughts about it were, I mean, probably correlate with a bunch of people lately sure. that she thinks that it's all going to go away after the election. The election. Um, and she thinks it was just a stunt by people higher up or whatever and... We have to save that for our conspiracy theory podcast. <laughs> well, that's the thing. We don't really have a lot of. Um, I don't know if you have what what you may or may not have teed up, but we have some things that that very well may or may not be correlated with this particular topic of conversation. So, um, no, um, that's that's a theory. Is that it may go? I mean, we're gonna find out in here in about what two months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it's gonna go away or not. Literally two months time. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, is is the election? Um, is voting day. Which I also heard that there is an asteroid um, that is headed for planet Earth and is supposed to arrive on November 3rd. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, and so we just <laughs> might we just <laughs> might have Armageddon, <laughs> on, you know which is a movie I've never seen. That's not uh, biblical, though. Sure. I, 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 I get that. I'm standing on the word. So, yeah, there you go. It's <laughs> That's un- my rock. It's, un- <laughs> it's unwavering. So, <laughs> see what you did there. It looks easy, but it's not. No. Um, Danielle, I love to post. Uh, yeah, I've been, I, I just don't like when I'm out of contact with you guys, but I'm, I'm glad that, Danielle, you're, you're at least relatively active on social media. Um, yeah, a post that you made, I think it was like last week, about... Uh, because because everyone because you see my love and my I think I saw that too and I said Maurice Maurice commented with with his smile I I did signature smile just just puts a smile on my face Uh, I can't remember yes because everyone that's listening to this right now and I don't think we have a big a broad um, listenership yet. I'm just gonna speak that into existence. Um, like, share, love. Yes, um, you know, and so. Um, you know, and everybody's aware of the events that have been taking place in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and things with Jacob Blake and stuff. And Danielle, I believe your 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 post said something to the effect of, "I don't want to butcher it." Quote unquote. He didn't listen to simple commands, and then it was like, "Okay, so most of you won't even listen to the governor's simple command and wear a mask. Does that mean you deserve to be shot too? No. Ooh. So shut up." <laughs> 
So first of all, <laughs> I've never heard demand Danielle be so. What's the word I'm looking for? Assertive. <laughs> um, and so uh, I, I've just I've no I've known this young lady to be very um, not timid necessarily. Uh, but just uh, not very outspoken. But I I'm just ho- keep to myself usually. Yeah. But I'm hoping as, you know, the friendship between the four of us blossoms that, you know, more of these things, maybe her feed will lend itself to being a little more outspoken. And I when, just... When uh, her husband thinks that that's like, I didn't think she would post something like that. Uh-huh. Maybe she would read something like that to me and say, uh-huh. see, I agree with this, uh-huh. but I didn't think that she would share it on Facebook, you know? Yes. That's... That means she's being pretty outspoken. <laughs> sure, sure. No, and I just, and I just like, I, I've had these conversations with a lot of people, and I've just like, okay, the 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 thinking here, okay, uh, with and it's not just Jacob Blake, it's it's many others, okay, okay, okay. You want to call these people thugs, and and things like that, and I'm like, okay, give me their record, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay. If they are a convicted felon or criminal, let's just suspend if that's true or not. Okay, let's go. Let's operate under the underneath the notion that that's true. What happened to the due process? Mm-hmm. What happened to rights? Mm-hmm. It are police officers, judge, jury, and executioners. Mm. And if that's if the answer your answer to that question is even if that answer to that question is yes then there's an inconsistency here because people like Dylan Roof can go into a church mm-hmm. in South Carolina and murder nine people and not only not only do police officers apprehend this man who there is a national manhunt out for this man at this point and they apprehend him uh, without him being harmed, nevertheless shot, but they take him through a Burger King on his way to jail. What? Uh, hold on. <laughs> is this news to you? I don't know I any of this. This it. isn't stuff that I, Brought for some, I'm, like he you said, I'm not on, I'm not on social media, so I don't see all of that kind of stuff. Ignorance is bliss to him. She's the one who lets but me know. But this is good because you're coming Same in cold. Here, Same you're, here. you're coming in cold to the, right. to the yeah. So please. What? What happened? Uh, this, this, so so here's, here's I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to the. Jacob Black? That guy. Jacob Black, yeah. That guy, he or... got shot in the back seven times. Yes, so there is a there is a man named Jacob Blake mm-hmm. in Kenosha, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. which is featured in that '70s show, one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> we've talked about that in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so this guy, twenty uh, nine year old uh, black man, um, who had his three sons in the car, um, uh, SUV, I think. Um, just trying to give as many details as I can. I believe he was, there was a warrant out for his arrest for rape. Um, and so, um, I believe he was trying to break up a fight of two females. Um, someone called the police and, um, he was, uh, trying to be apprehended by the police. He was walking to his car. Um, why? We don't know. Um, and then when he was trying to get back into his car, as his back was turned to the police, the police officer fired seven times into his back. The current state of Mr. Blake is that he is in the hospital and, um, he, they have said that he is paralyzed from the waist down and it'll be a miracle if he never, if he ever walks again. 
That is what has happened to my knowledge. If there's anything else that has come out, listeners, please correct me. So I did tell you about this because I... You said something about it, I think. I was under the impression that the police were called, like, on those two women. And then, you know, whatever you said, he was trying to break it up. But, like, they weren't even called there about him. Like, it right. had nothing to do with him. Correct. So they were, that's, that's correct, right? They weren't called there for him? I don't right. believe so. Okay, so... But did you say that they were trying to apprehend him? I think so. Because they were saying, stop, turn right. around. And he wasn't doing it. Yeah, he was on his way back into his car. Huh. So, yes, he wasn't listening to commands, obviously. But hmm. per Daniel's when post. did they just start, start right. shooting unless you're being shot at? Is it right. justified? That's not... I mean, okay. take I out thought, his knee or take something. Out a, if, if, I mean, if... And this still isn't also, a, a good solution. Also, I'm pretty sure we still, still have tasers. That's what right. I mean. That's you tase them. Yeah. But even with a taser, you don't start tasing somebody unless they're aggressive right. toward you. That right. just becomes you chasing them. Well, and I don't... I'm not um, educated in criminal law, so I don't have any idea how the police are trained. But, I mean, I think we can all agree that that was just incredibly inappropriate and uncalled for. I have, in these, in these, in these conversations that I've had with, with many individuals to this point, my first plea, and as it will be the, now, is I, I have a plea of ignorance. Because, I, I, again, like you just said, Danielle, I am not... Uh, well-educated in general. I have a high school diploma from a school district, which I'm very proud of, that teeters on the line of accreditation. Um, but I'm, I, don't, I don't have um, higher education. I, I, I like to read and I, I listen and I, you know, I, I observe, I see what I see and things like that. Um, there, there were a couple of things that were pointed out to me you know, in listening to all this stuff. You know, Medical professionals, our doctors, the people that are in charge of our health, um, doctors, lawyers, you know, all of these people, they go to school for, you know, several years, Mm -hmm. five, six, seven years before they're Mm -hmm. and and have to pass boards and the bar and all this stuff in order to be, you know, work on us and things like that. You can become a police officer in 18 months. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't, I don't, I'm not, again, I'm not very well educated on what goes into being a police officer and the training and such, but I'm like, it seems, it seems like there's a disparity between seven years versus 18 months. Right. You know, I, I just, you know, I I don't know. And then like, even, even with being, I'm familiar with being a, a, you know, a medical professional or a doctor or a lawyer, there's CEs, there's continuing education. I don't know. Again, there's probably ongoing training with, with being a police officer. Again, I, if there are any police officers listening, I am, if nothing, I am teachable. I am, you know, I, I am open for reproof and correction. Yeah, please um, correct us Please, please, absolutely. You know, one of the descriptions, I think our first episode on the better halves or marriage or whatever, um, in the description of the episode, I said, you know, we talk about marriage because, you know, we're the experts. Right. Um, you know, you're talking to a couple that's been married um, six and a half years and then two and a half months? Three months. Three months. months. <laughs> Let me not shortchange it. Um, and so, you know, please, you know, these are just, these are, these are just real humans living life in America. Yeah. Um, you know, but on a, on a similar, but on an unrelated, but not unsimilar note, um, a king died recently. If you guys aren't aware of this, either Bryce, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. I Live Under a Rock, uh, Chadwick <laughs> Boseman passed. Yeah, I know that. Over, that. over, over yep. the weekend. Yep. Um, surprisingly to a lot of people because he was battling colon cancer. 
Um, so I, I wanted to ask you guys first, um, have you seen the movie Black Panther? I have not. Oh. I haven't seen the movie Black Panther, but I've seen his movie, uh, 42, about Jackie Robinson. So, yeah. Okay. So we have a growing list of movies, if you guys mm-hmm. aren't aware, of the four that the four of us need to watch. My thing is this. We watch Frozen 1. Mm-hmm. Immediately following Frozen 1, we watch Black Panther. <laughs> Okay. Um, is it a deal? Do we have? Uh, do we sure. have? A, sure. Seems do, fair. Do we have an accord? <laughs> all right. Uh, is it was it was um, and here's the thing. I've seen Black Panther, but the, all the other three movies that he's famous for, Forty Two, Marshall, which he depicts Thurgood Marshall. Um, are you guys familiar with who Thurgood Marshall is? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So Thurgood Marshall, I believe, was the black first black man appointed to the Supreme Court. Mm. Yeah, very, mm. very, okay. very pivotal individual in our. African American yeah. history, um, and then uh, also he played a, a, a biopic of James Brown. Mm-hmm. Are you guys familiar with who James Brown yeah. is? I mm-hmm. think so. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, here's the thing, listeners, uh, guys. What you're experiencing right now again is great restraint on my part. These are people that I was raised with. My dad raised me on James Brown, mm-hmm. and so just going to try not to take this personally. It just it just shows that you know we all come from different backgrounds, mm-hmm. so it's not not wrong, not not anything like that. Um, but yeah, Chadwick Boseman passing man is, is was um, it was it's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's it's awful because they were working on Black Panther two. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of theories going about. Do we resurrect Killmonger? Uh, I don't want to give anything. I'm a spoiler: Killmonger dies, which Killmonger is played by Michael B. Jordan. Um, there's no really necessarily antagonists in the movie. I'm going to stop nerding out here in a second because I know I'm the only one in the room, aside from Marie, who's seen Black Panther. Um, On my way, what? And so um, it's just kind of two sides of a different coin, of the same coin, excuse me. Um, And so, but yeah, it's very, it was a very, very important movie to the African-American community. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll say that. It uh, is one of the highest grossing movies of all time. It grossed uh, over over a billion dollars and change. Um, So, yeah. Like, they kept re-releasing it. And then people kept watching, like people showing up to the theaters in dashikis yeah. and yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a big deal, cultural phenomenon. Anyway, we can move on, but it, very, very, very sad. And a lot of people, again, a lot of people were surprised by that because they didn't even know he was battling colon cancer because he was visiting cancer patients in hospitals mm-hmm. while yeah, this whole time he was living. Yeah, he would like uh, yeah, and the, the, there's been a lot of things lauded about his life. He, like he was more of a hero in real life than he was on screen. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's a whole thing. It seems like he played a lot of pivotal African American mm. characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Um, he's a very good actor. Mm-hmm. I know that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he is very, very right. talented. And so, yeah, another one of the theories out there. I'll just put this out there. Aside from uh, them resurrecting Killmonger, is uh, his sister in the movie Shuri mm-hmm. uh, being the next Black Panther? Um, you know, finally giving um, you know uh, black women you know a heroine. You know, mm. to to kind of look to, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm I'm in support of that theory. If they want to make Sherry mm. the the Black Panther, I'm I'm completely fine with that. Yeah, me too. That. Yep, <laughs> she can kick butt, take names. She can. Yep. So anyway, that's another thing that happened over the weekend. Um, NFL's coming back. We already talked about that. Hoops. You guys really aren't hoops fan. Well, but, uh, Bryce, you are a little bit. You and your dad. A little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a good friend of mine. Cameron Black, the blind quarterback, if you're listening, what's up, Cameron? Um, who He's from Norman, Oklahoma, and he's an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. Mm-hmm. They're actually facing elimination tonight, Game 7, um, against the Houston Rockets. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 playoffs, NBA playoffs, have been very dramatic, um, for more reasons than one. Um, there was a, a some like to call it a boycott, some call it a strike, um, that the NBA players did after the event in uh, Wisconsin. Uh, they boycotted for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. It resumed play on Saturday. Um, so uh, that's 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 been a whole thing. Um, anything else going on before we get to our uh, our convo? You guys want to? I don't think so. Not that I know of. Okay, just uh, just living life. Um, gotta catch you guys up about some other personal matters too that I'm not sure if I'm gonna make the listeners aware of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, just uh, yeah, some some re- relationship housekeeping items. Um, but yeah, um, just other things going on in life. Yeah, uh, Valley Baptist Church turning six years old this Sunday. That's mm-hmm. right. Woot woot. Um, <laughs> Having a, a celebration, one a, a of our praise days, as we like to call them, just Hashtag. a worship worship service. We are VBC, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, going to have a good time, some fellowship that day. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Uh, so we're getting ready and prepared for that. Probably going to do some practices tonight, actually, mm-hmm. oh. um, um, for that while we're at the church hizzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we can go on and move on to our uh, topic of conversation. So we've been talking about relationships. I don't know if this is going to be a common thread um, <laughs> that we're just going to continue to talk about relationships. Um, but, I mean, it's one of the common denominators. Well, as you said, we're the experts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we have to kind of, yeah. So um, we were at last time we were talking about just some of the pitfalls of marriage. Marriage. Um, and then... Um, <laughs> and then we got we we sort of hinted at t- going into love languages, which you said, Danielle, that you could go on forever about. Um, so do you have do you have because we did the top five last time? Yes. Top five, top five. So we're going to the back five this time. Mm-hmm. Number six is harboring a grudge. Oh boy. So let's remind them what what what's the one through five? The title of no. this. Uh, is the top 10 relationship killers and how to avoid Mm -hmm. them. So last time we talked about prioritizing your biological family over your relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a big one. Failing to take time for intentional communication. Mm -hmm. Taking life's stress out on each other. Mm -hmm. Succumbing to social media addiction. And refusing Mm -hmm. to put the other person first. Yeah, I think one in five were the big hitters from last time, at least for me. You know, um, I don't appreciate us getting tested on each one of those things since right. we last did this. It's, I don't appreciate that. Right. Well, you take it up with God. That's all I got to say. I appreciate it, God. You take it up with him. Don't do any more um, And so number six was what again, Danielle? Harboring a grudge. <laughs> which it doesn't sound like Marie's doing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I'll I'll lead off with this. It's... I'm good at it. We're... we're I, <laughs> We can we yeah I'm we're we're both pretty good at it. Oh yeah, you are. Yeah, <laughs> and so um, thank you for that. That's You're helpful. Welcome. Um, and so um, communicating. Yeah, we just we just try to communicate. Intentional. Intentionally communicate our grudge. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, no, but I can I can be very very petty. Um, you know, petty, as petty. as as Kevin Hart says, King Petty, Petty Labelle. <laughs> Tom Petty, um, you know, I just, you know, I, I will, 
I will hold a grudge. But after after a while, and I, it hasn't always been this way. This is a this is something that Marie and I have had to grow through a lot. It, it, you know, I think we have. We made some tremendous strides here within the last year or so. Is that I maybe this is just me, and you'll just correct me if I'm wrong. If this is not applicable to you, but um, I just stopped caring. I, you know, it's like I I learned how much I just don't care about things. Uh, being right is one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I pick my battles. Uh, Marie and I actually had a snafu this weekend mm-hmm. uh, about about some things, and mm-hmm. uh, we just uh, it wasn't necessarily even a grudge. Mm-hmm. I don't think I categorize that as a grudge. Um, it was just a disagreement um, on how we how we saw things, mm. but uh, no, uh, our again like we, I think we commented on this last week and said that you know the grudges that we deal with more along these days is not the grudges that we have with each other, mm-hmm. but the grudges that each other has with other people, <laughs> um, <laughs> and how we try to coach each other you know about about those uh, particular grudges. So, Marie, you mean you uh, try and talk me off my ledge? <laughs> That's what you mean. Speak mm-hmm. to it. Talk about mm-hmm. it. I mean, I don't really know what else to say about it, but I. I'll be specific. He's still working on me. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, it. That's all I got to say about that. Um. Okay, Forrest. Mm-hmm. Um. You know uh, what? What specifically? It's a thick Forrest. <laughs> what? What specifically does uh, he have to work on you about? Oh well, just in general, not to hold grudges mm-hmm. to people. Mm-hmm. To forgive. Do you think that there's like something... Like he forgives me all the time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there's something in scripture that might lead us on how to solve things, grudges that we have with other people? Oh, yeah, yeah. You mean like taking it to them? Yeah, I'm not good at that. That that That's uh, <sighs> uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Jesus, I'm going to get to you guys here in a second. I don't, I, just don't, I don't think, I don't think Jesus called us to comfortability though. No, I don't think so either, I don't, but I don't, I don't, I definitely don't think that, you know, after. The quote that I got from my reading today is that, you know, this is kind of, kind of similar, but unrelated. Why are you, why are you hiding your face over there? Who? He's just, just obsessed with this pillow. With this pillow. <laughs> the it. blue one? Yes. yes. He's like, I love it. He's like, got it. He's got his hand on the pillow, uh-huh. and the pillow's in his face. <laughs> it's not even on anything. I'm just holding. That's it fine. To my head. That's fine. No, um, you know, Jesus didn't call it the great. They don't call it the great suggestion. Mm-hmm. It's the great commission. Now, this is talking about confronting people, but it's mm-hmm. talking about the great commission. You know, going to all the world, preach the gospel. But you know. Yeah, he doesn't make suggestions about our life. You know, guys, just a little hack here, edit here, you know. <laughs> Some tips and tricks. Exactly. You know, he doesn't give, he doesn't, <laughs> Jesus doesn't open a YouTube channel and just like, here, guy, hey, guys, here's my next video. Click subscribe, hit the like button, you know, <laughs> just, I can just see Jesus right now. It's hilarious. He does give us choices, though. He, 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 it's, it's all optional. That's the thing. That's the, I think that's the paradigm about Christianity. This is 100% volunteer. Yeah. This is all optional. But it's like, if you look at who he is and what he's done, it he kind of catches you coming and going because it's like, who he is, okay, you're God, so I should listen to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to try to go another, what you've done. Okay, you did it all first? Well, crap. I don't really have anywhere to go now. Um, I just, I don't really have a choice to listen to anything, that to everything that you have to say. Um, you know, 
that's kind of my take. I have a time in conversation, a really personal conversation with someone recently about, you know, there is, you know, not only their personal, but just people in general is their response to Jesus. We're completely off of the rabbit trail right now. We're going to get back to you guys here in a second about holding a grudge. Um, so get ready. I'm holding um, a grudge right now. You're holding a grudge against me? I'm just kidding. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> See, we address it. We air it out. But no, just the, you know, uh, you, when you read about Jesus and who he is, um, I don't think it's possible to walk away indifferent. Just meh, meh, whatever. I, who, he, who he claims to be and what he's done, you either walk away like, Loving him or cold? Nah, I don't agree with that because biblically people are lukewarm because God says he will spew you out. No, I'm talking about people like, you're talking about revelation. I'm talking about the gospels. Mm. People read the gospels. There was really one of only two responses to Jesus mm-hmm. when he interacted with them. Mm-hmm. And if you have a Jesus experience, shout out Chris Allen, sermon, sermon series from a couple years ago. The Jesus experience is... You know, you only have really one or two. If you truly experience Jesus and you have a real encounter with who he is, mm. you let the scriptures come to life. Mm. You don't, you, ambivalence, I don't really think it's an option. I, sorry, soapbox over, rant over. <laughs> you guys, holding a grudge. Do you guys have any experience with that with, with uh, your marriage so far? With I your mean, relationship? He might disagree, but I don't really feel like we struggle with this too much. Okay, what do you think, Bryce? Well, he's squinting his eyes like I'm wrong, so... No, I'm not squinting. I'm not squinting both of my eyes. I'm trying to think. I can only see one of your eyes because the pillow. <laughs> the so. pillow is my comfort zone. <laughs> um, this, this is a safe space, Bryce. <laughs> I don't think that... I don't think that we have it, we've had any grudges. I mean, there's things that we've... Been... I think I would be more likely to hold a grudge than him because mm. usually he, like... Uh, lets his anger get the best of him, and then like a minute later, he's like, "I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that." And I've been like I'm that like, my whole life. Mm, it's weird. yeah, I'm not really that's over good. It, right this second. <laughs> well, I'm like, like that's the thing with me is I'd even do it with my parents. Like I'd be like, whenever I was little, if I did something stupid or if I mouthed off real loud or whatever, and got into my parents' face and like just gotten tough with them, then at the end of the night, I would always go to their bedroom door. And say, I'm sorry for yelling. I'm sorry for doing this. I love you very much. And I like those are the literal words I'd always say. Mm-hmm. I love you. I love you so much, or something like that. <laughs> and I walk to my bedroom. Don't laugh at me. That is the that's, I, that's your story. That's it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like whenever I was little. I mean, I always I I've always had a guilty conscience. I've always had something inside of me telling me. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, you're, you're... He's just a people pleaser. I don't like whenever people are upset. I don't, I don't either. I don't like it either. I can feel it, literally. And I don't like when people are upset with me, but I'm also too stubborn to, like, apologize. Yeah. Like, whenever she's <laughs> upset with me, she'll go and she'll be on her own. And that's what irritates me the most. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, you're upset with me and I don't know how to fix it. And I want to fix it. Like, I want to... I think that that might be like, a, this might make you a minority here a little bit, Danielle. And I know you're not... Unfamiliar with that feeling, <laughs> um, but you know, I, I think that comes from being possibly like a um, a single child, um, yeah. because because the rest of us in the, in this group were uh, at least had one sibling, mm-hmm. and Danielle's cool with like, all right, I'm gonna chill over here, I'll be my be myself. Mm-hmm. Like it was just her and her mom coming up, and so like you, like you're, I mean, conflict resolution. I mean, that's how you are, and me, Marie, just 
Resolution, we're still working on with Marie. Conflict, <laughs> she's here for. Um, and so, <laughs> so, I just, you know. Did you hear the grudge? What? <laughs> Did you, it wasn't Did you a, hear it? It's not a grudge. It's there. It's not a grudge. It's an observation. Uh, anyway, I don't really feel like what we answered was about holding grudges. I don't feel like we really have struggled with that so. yet. I don't okay. think we do. We can move on to number seven then. Mm-hmm. Unless Marie has a grudge right now that she needs to get out with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe I you guys can in, you know? intentionally communicate at a different time about this grudge. <laughs> <laughs> um, number seven is forgetting to set healthy boundaries. So, sounds like you have a lot to say about this, Danielle. Could you read a little bit about this to kind of give us some uh, some some boundaries, some parameters? My it watch says... just told me to breathe. Just want you to know that. Okay. <laughs> it's like you're getting, you're getting a little Calm worked down. up. Take a deep Calm breath. <laughs> we tend to think about offensive play in marriage, forgetting that defensive strategy is just as important. We can be doing all the right things while still failing to keep out the things that are harmful. Draw a circle around your marriage and protect it by guarding your emotions, your interactions, and the way you spend your time. So I kind of feel like this is saying set healthy boundaries like outside of your marriage. Mm -hmm. But I think that we more often than not struggle with setting boundaries inside our marriage. Because I have very, very clear boundaries. Okay. And Bryce doesn't always know how to respect those boundaries. Can you give us an example? Um... Just, like, me needing alone time. Like, I recharge when I'm by myself, and sometimes he doesn't, like, understand that I need to just be alone. Or, I mean, I don't know. I just think that that we struggle more within our marriage than outside. (laughs) Yeah. No, like, um, we talked about this a lot last time, just, like, with you guys, like, um, communicating. And, like, we talked about, we talked a lot about when you're recharging and, like, kind of like what your day warrants. Because, like, you're around people all day, Danielle. Mm -hmm. And Bryce is, like, alone in a truck or, you know, at a store, you know, doing his, um, his deliveries and things like that. And so it's just kind of what what is kind of needed to balance each other out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. But it also comes back to upbringing. Like you said, she was an only child and he was the middle child. Yeah. So. I'm striving for attention. I know that for mm-hmm. a fact. Not, I mean, because I'm the only child, but that's who I am. Sure. I've mm-hmm. always strived for attention for my whole life. Like I've always wanted it. My older brother and my younger brother always got it. And mm-hmm. so maybe I'm t- carrying that over into my marriage. Well, yeah, and, that's the thing. <laughs> I well, do that too. And I think I think that the I think what the one thing that scripture can help us out with this is that, you know, knowing that we were, you know, in Genesis how it talks about God making us in their image, you know, it talks you know, it points to the Trinity. And you know, we are we're wired, we're made for community. You know, we've talked about this in the past. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, when it when God said it's not good for man to be alone, he wasn't just talking about a spouse. I mean a spouse is, you know, a part of God's design, no doubt. But, um, you know, we're communal, we're relational beings, you know, and I, t- I told you this last time, Bryce, I'll put another plug in right now. You need some interaction, some, some community, my friend, hit up your boy. I'm right here. I'm not that far away. Uh, you, uh, you may not want that. That's, that's great. But I'm just saying there is, there are other, um, avenues, other outlets for, you know, interaction outside of your spouse. You know, one thing that I've learned you know, in the in my past, you know, a couple of years just dealing with, you know, a lot of different things between, you know, community and interaction and, um, you know, my even my, you know, mental health and rehabilitation and things like that. You know, our spouse is not a rehab center like <laughs> they're that's our life partner. That's our best friend. That's our help. That's, you know, it's our spouse. 
you know, and so um, I, I just don't think I, I think that it may be unhealthy for them to be like the hear all end all be all um, of everything that we need. Like it's almost it can get it can get very easily into like kind of like a uh, like a making an idol out of them, so to speak, you know, because if, if they're if they're everything to you then it's like it's like putting all of your weight on them two things is going to happen um one you're going to crush them and number two you're going to fall and like cuz like and that's and that's the thing when you make anything when you put anything in the god space that's not god cuz only god can handle that kind of weight mm-hmm. you know what i mean is anything i'm saying making sense yeah okay <laughs> okay all right I'm very just listening very mm-hmm. very good with, pillow. <laughs> with your pillow <laughs> my pillow i i i was i was tempted to just give you the pillow but i i've 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 thought better of it that's foolish i just i need a reason for you to keep coming back right (laughs) you can just have a little memento here (laughs) exactly exactly so but yeah i i mean yeah that all makes that all makes sense um i don't know what makes me that way I don't know if it's because I'm a middle child or what it is, but um, I don't know. Whenever I get attention from Danielle, it makes me very, very happy. It makes me like, like that's what, it like kind of makes me smile and stuff. If I get attention from her, if I get her to say, like if she, she ends up saying that I'm like, and this goes into uh, love languages and stuff like that, mm. like if I get, if she gets, if she says like I'm handsome or something someday, or mm. if she says, you you know, you look really cute or you look really good today or something like that, or you're doing, I, I really appreciate what you're doing and things like that. You know what I mean? Sure. It, <laughs> and uh, it just really fast, like uh, this, this, again, this may be like six and a half years versus like three months talking, but like, mm. and then, <laughs> this may also have to do with the fact that I'm blind. I can't see like when Marie compliments me on how I look. Um, my, my default response is, uh, well, I had very little to do with it. Um, <laughs> with, with how I look. That's, that's, that's God and my parents. It's, I, it, oh, it's not my love language. And he just tries to Words. tell me, yeah. And he just tries to tell me I'm pretty all the time. Like, especially if I'm like having a day where I don't feel like I look good. He's like, oh, you look so pretty. So, that looks great on you. And I'm like, just shut up. For example, right for now. example. On Sunday, whenever we were getting ready, I think we've mentioned that Sundays sometimes are rough for us, sure. like Sunday mornings whenever yeah, we're getting normal. ready for when we're getting ready for church and for stuff everybody. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I'm already ready. I'm I'm ready. Like the dogs are. I've got the dogs ready. I'm ready to go downstairs and stuff, or I'm waiting to put them up or something like that. And she's getting dressed in the room, so I go and I sit with her for a minute, and and um she's having a hard time because of the way she feels like she looks in what she's wearing. Uh-huh. She doesn't feel like it's comfortable. She doesn't feel right. like she looks good in it mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, and, and I'm sitting there and I'm telling her, but what are you talking about? Like, I, I, you're beautiful. Like there's, you're, you look skinny. You are, I mean, your makeup looks really, really good. Your hair looks really, really good. I don't know what, like, what is the problem mm-hmm. and stuff. It's and how we feel. Meanwhile, right. Meanwhile, helpful. meanwhile, she's changing outfits yeah. four or five times. And so, and I know that that's something that that's women right. do, but, but the thing is, is that 
whenever I tell her that she looks pretty on that time, mm-hmm. she'll go, she'll go, thank you. And they're just like, we'll <laughs> dismiss it and just walk off like, hey, like we almost irritated, like almost mad. Sunday and I was like, we got in the car and I was like, I know that you're trying to be sweet, but I need you to just not talk to me while I'm trying to get ready. Mm-hmm. When I come downstairs, that is the perfect opportunity to say, oh, you look really nice mm-hmm. today or something. Yeah. In my, but, but, but in my mind, uh-huh. I go... Oh, she'll like to hear that she looks really, really pretty whenever she's getting dressed. (laughs) Sure. And to me, like, this is like a, uh, this is a listening thing. And it just, from from what I'm hearing, like, to me, like, you got some, (laughs) to me, you just got some clear cut instructions on, hey, Bryce, this is what's going to work. Uh, Hey, me? No, that's what she said. No, 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 no. (laughs) Not, not just, not just shush or not just shut up, but it's just like. Wait at the bottom of the stairs, and when I'm walking down the stairs, this is the final product. Compliment that. Is that what I'm hearing you say, dude? Yeah, basically. Okay, and so I'm just, Ta-da! I'm just, just, do, just doing some active listening, and like she has like four, five, six, or twenty-three different iterations that she has on Sunday mornings. Commentary on iteration one through twenty-two. Not required. Not only not required, sometimes not helpful. Um, also, I just think you're saying it by the time I get to the last outfit. <laughs> That's the thing is that I, is that I'm always going to constantly think that she's beautiful no matter what she wears. So, so therefore, your opinion is invalid, and I don't need it while I'm trying to find an outfit to wear. Right. So like that's that's the thing. Like so basically, like if your if your opinion's not going to change, no, regardless of what she's wearing, then how valuable is it every time? Really? Do you does that make sense? Thank you so much. I'm just, I'm asking Bryce a question. All right, everybody. Don't take for granted the fact that Bryce can see his wife and compliment her on what she's wearing. All of those outfits. That's an important thing. Sure. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that that's not valuable. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to listen to both spouses here and try to give some helpful or productive or fruitful (laughs) feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't know we were coming here for marriage counseling. No, 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 no. That's, I, who am who am I? The look on his face. No, 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 no. That's that's not that's that's just that's, just squish your pillow closer to your face. That's not, I have a, I have a comfort pillow right now. Too. That that wasn't that wasn't my aim here necessarily, Bryce. And I hope that you don't feel like you're in the doghouse or anything like that. I, I need you to use words because I can't I can't I can't read you right now. You're like a sphinx. I, yeah, is you know, but do you get what I'm saying though? Like, uh, you know, because at, at if nothing at all, like I said before, I'm teachable, if, and I'm very good. Growing up in a, in a household like I did, I love my dad dearly, miss him every single day. I got to actually get to see my dad quite often. I dream vividly, and so I get to see my dad pretty often. Um, and so, um, growing up in his house, you know, um, following instructions. Is something that I come by very naturally. Um, and so if my wife gives me some very clear-cut instructions, yes, ma'am, I can do that. <laughs> I can, you know what I mean? Like, And uh, that's the other thing. I, I don't know if this is the blindness thing or six and a half years of marriage thing or 30-year-old thing, but like my pride is n- intact nowhere. Like it's nowhere to be found. I mean, it 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 it, it materializes sometimes. Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> listen to Marie. Um, yeah. And so it it does, but um, you know, just if that's what's gonna work, honey, I can do that for you. 
because I want to be successful at this marriage thing. And that is what you're saying is going to be successful for our relationship. I can do that. So, yeah. And I mean, I don't know. Hopefully she agrees with it. But I every time she tells me that I'm doing something that maybe shouldn't be done or I'm doing something wrong or mm-hmm. something like that, if that like in that category, mm-hmm. it makes me go, all right, then I need to. I mean, I need to fix it. I need to do something to fix it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, <clears throat> there's been times that she's told me that she feels like I'm not I'm not necessarily doing much around the house. She understands that I come mm-hmm. home and I'm tired after after work and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. there's things that I could be doing and whatnot. And I do the dishes and stuff like that. But um, I get what she was trying to say, if that makes sense. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, ever since then, um, I've... I mean, I haven't had the the biggest opportunity to do to to fix that or to change that, mm-hmm. but I've sort of tried sure. that, um, and and ever since I mean, it's only been a couple times that she's been getting ready in the morning, mm. um, and I've sort of just sat on the couch and looked at my phone or something like that and hung out with the dogs while she's getting ready and yeah i mean just waited for her to come out and stuff and i think i did it this morning but i don't know if um she agrees with me so i just i don't know every time she tells me that i'm doing something wrong or something like that and that makes it sound really really bad like she always yeah i don't think that you're doing anything wrong. wrong i'm just saying that it would be more helpful if you didn't that's that right that's what i'm saying is that is that I want to change it, or I try to change it, and I try to fix it about myself, because I haven't had these experiences. I mean, this is the first time that I'm having some of these experiences. Uh I always thought that a a girl wants to be told that she looks really good no matter what she wears. I mean, there's, there's, (laughs) you know, I mean, there's, I don't know. A lot of girls do want to be told that. I feel like I'm repeating myself. You're fine. And as as far as like the things that like what you just said and what Danielle responded to as far as like it would be more helpful if fill in the blank. Like um, for me, like it's always to me, it's what I've found to be um, effective is to like it's never hurtful to like ask a question or two like, OK, I, I heard what here's here's what I heard you say. Number one. And number two, is that what you said? confirm that and then number three like what do you want me to do with this information like how how should i apply what you just said and so um you know marie is that is that helpful like is that does that work for us yeah okay okay and so um that's i mean as far as like i i always you know we talked about this last time too and we'll move on to number seven mm-hmm. here in a second eight my favorite number um you know we do check-ins a lot. We talked about this last time with intentional communication. Like we went to worlds of fun recently and, uh, we kind of just had like a check-in on the way up there. Like, how are we doing? How am I doing? And you know, I, when you, one thing that Marie learned from, you know, that she took from her mom, um, you know, don't ask a question if you don't want the answer. Um, and I, 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 and I don't, I, I don't ask those kind of questions. Like, how am I doing? Unless I'm ready for that kind of answer. And she usually doesn't, give those kinds of critiques, you know, about me when they're unwarranted. You know what I mean? If I like, if I'm like ticking her off or like annoying her or whatever like that, like she'll tell me, no, but like, (laughs) I'm going to let you know, but like, yeah, she, she's, she's not shy. 
Um, and so, but just on a, on a, on a deeper, like, you know, nuts and bolts gears, how's the relationship going level? You know, she doesn't really do that kind of thing unless, you know, um, I ask for it, but at the same time, if she ever, if she ever does, then I'm like, okay, great. What do you want me to do with that information? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> number eight. <laughs> Um, number eight is holding on to the past. I didn't like that topic. <laughs> <laughs> they're not, they're not all, uh, like I said, they're, we're not called to comfortability. The past. The past. Holding on to the past. Can you read a little, little snippet, little nutshell? The most paralyzing thing we can do for our relationship is to define our spouse by their past rather than who they are in the present. The past may impact our lives, but it will only control our present if we allow it to. It's important to be real with one another about our pasts, but important to respect others' pasts by seeing what God is doing in the life of our spouse here and now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um... I'm going to that one. Okay. Um, and so, mm-hmm. Bryce had to step away for this one for a second, but, um, yeah, um, one of the things that um, interestingly enough that Marie and I did with, uh, some of our premarital counseling, um, which I don't know. Did you guys do premarital counseling? We did not. Okay. I um, wish we would have. Okay. <laughs> not it's, that, not that things are going bad. I just wish right. we would have had that experience. No, 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 no. I mean, and, and please, yeah, you guys can still do. It's not pre- I think I got a whole lot out of premarital counseling. Well, but 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 I was just gonna say it. It applies to this. Because, I was just gonna say anecdotally that you guys can still do not like because marital counseling to me is not like is not something you do when it's broken. It's broken or on fire. Like it's to it's, prevent. It's yeah, it's maintenance. From, yeah, it's like taking your car in for an oil change. Right. You know everything. It's is is maintenance. So it's yeah, definitely, absolutely there. People at the church you go to. So what we learned. Would be happy. Um, anyway. Um, and so, yeah, one thing that we got from premarital counseling with this matter is, like, we were, like, prayerful over this. And, like, one of the instructions that we got was just to forgive each other mm-hmm. for our past. Now, I don't know how applicable something like that would be to you and Bryce. Uh, but for Marie and I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, we both have a past. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Drake line is coming to mind. Mm-hmm. You got a past and I do too. We're perfect for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, <laughs> um, no, but yeah, that was, that was just one thing that was, that was really helpful for us from, from our pastor at the time. Shout out Pastor Fred. Um, those, those are free. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, he just had us, you know, hug and forgive each other for our past because, you know, to not hold that against each other. I think that in, like, evaluating, that's just a, that's more of a premarital thing more than just your current relationship. But, yeah, just not, yeah, don't don't hold what they, what they did. I think understanding their story is one thing, is separate from holding their past against them. Mm-hmm. Understanding, you know, who they are where they've been, what they've been through, but not holding that against them is 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 a good balance. Have you guys I'm I'm interested to know what you guys' experience um is with each other's past. Um I mean, I think that Bryce was really respectful in this aspect because uh I have a past that I guess I'm not like proud of. Mm. And when we started 
dating, he had asked me a couple of questions that I just wasn't comfortable answering. Mm-hmm. And he's never brought them up again. So sure. I I don't even remember what they were. To, to me, to that was honest. just, I guess, kind of a big deal because they were things that I guess I'm nosy or, and if he had told me he didn't want to answer those to me, I'd be like, well, why? Like, you know, but he was Mm. just very respectful of my past and just like, he said, it doesn't matter. So we'll just move on, you know? Hey, there you go. What about, uh, what about your past Bryce or Danielle? What about Bryce's past? Did, how did you guys interact or interface with that? I don't know that you really had anything in your past that was I don't have the most exciting past but (laughs) yeah um, I mean she knows that I mean the most that we talk about our past is me is me uh, previously being Catholic and stuff like that and that that past she has always been very respectful of Mm -hmm. and um, but she's always been uh, inquisitive is mm-hmm. that a is that a word like sure. I mean like like she's always asked questions about it she's never been disrespectful in the questions she asks mm-hmm. but, I just want to understand right mm-hmm. the beliefs so there's that past and then I've told her about my previous relationship with a with a girl that I uh, I didn't live with her in Texas or anything like that but she lived in Texas, and we were both, like, um, missionaries over the summer and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's honestly just been a bunch of sad heartbreak for me in my past, and there hasn't been, I mean, it wasn't necessarily anything that I, my high school career, my high school relationship is what I wasn't proud of. Sure. It's what changed me mm-hmm. and what made me want to start working at camps and stuff like that. And that was your long-term relationship, right? That was the longest-term relationship, yeah. Yeah. And it was a very, very toxic relationship. And it was just... It just... I mean, it wasn't... (laughs) It was... Now that I look back on it, being older and stuff, it was just insane that that was a relationship even. But... I know the feeling. But I just... It's something that shaped me into who I am and she's like I said always been respectful of anything that I've told her in my past it hasn't been anything that she's held against me yeah um and I haven't held anything against her yeah if that makes sense yeah so so it sounds like you guys had a similar experience not really instructed to do so but like I think the instruction was more warranted for us but like you guys had a kind of this mutual understanding of you know what I'm not gonna hold that against you you're not gonna hold that against me there's forgiveness here you are um, who you are yeah and your past is what made you the person you are today right yeah so. and I think that with this for me um, the one thing that I have to work on for myself even like not holding my past against myself mm. um, talk about that because. Uh, I mean, I've been told on several of occasions, you know, like, um, well, you do that because of where you've been, you know, like I react to some things in certain ways because of, uh, things that I have witnessed or been mm-hmm. a part of. And, you know, I'm older than Maurice and I'm not saying that shady wise, but so I have lived a little bit more, uh, relationship I am almost seven years older than my husband. <laughs> I mean, so it's like, uh, 
I've had a little bit more relationship status than Maurice has mm. um, as an adult, um, not in favorable ways because I was very worldly too. So there, um, that's why you know Pastor Fred knew me. He knew me and where I came from, and uh, some he didn't even know all the bad things that I had done aside from the stories my brother told about me before I got here. Um, but that's why it was like, you, and he already knew Maurice, mm-hmm. you know, where Maurice came and what Maurice did. So that's why he wanted us to apologize to each other and forgive each other ahead of time because those things, and people don't realize it, but your past does reflect, who you are today reflects because of what your past was, mm-hmm. what you went through makes you react and not react in certain ways that you do. And some, like, I'm callous to some things, and I'm... Sensitive. Very sensitive to other things, and I just ain't taking crap about some things. And so, there's just lots of... And that's all been learning, you know, because I didn't realize that I had issues with, you know, certain things until I got married. And, uh... Yeah, so I have to, I have to be careful about myself too. Like not looking back so far that I, I want to look back enough to where I remember what God has brought me from, but I don't want to look back too far to uh, condemn myself for where I've been. Seems mm-hmm. like that cliche platitude is appropriate here. Um, you know, our vision should be just like you're driving in a car, mm-hmm. where you should your windshield is. This is proportionate to the amount that you should be looking forward. Mm. And you have a rear view mirror and side windows, side mirrors, mm. and how much you should be looking behind you. Right. So. But, you know, like, it, it's also good for you. I mean, not you, but like in general for people to realize why they're reacting a certain mm-hmm. way that they're reacting mm-hmm. because of where they've been. Sure. And, I mean, that's good for... Any kind of relationship. Yeah. Very good. Number nine. Number nine is tolerating little lies. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. No, I ain't, I ain't having it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we necessarily struggle with this one. No. Not that we struggle with telling little lies, but I think from... The day we started dating, I made it very clear to him. Like, if I think you've lied to me about literally anything, mm-hmm. I'm out. Because I don't... I think if you can lie about something little, you can lie about something huge. And if you lie even once, I just... I mean, the that trust goes, is completely broken. Well, that goes to what you were saying about about being sensitive to some uh-huh. things. And mm-hmm. she's been lied to multiple times before uh-huh. about very big things. And mm-hmm. so, I, I mean... Like I said before, I have a very guilty conscience. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell her what, if there's anything that I've done that she wouldn't agree with. Right. Or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But obviously I'm going to keep myself from doing that in the first place. Yeah. But if I end up falling to that or something like that, then I will tell her. And she is my best friend and I, and I will talk to her about it. And I mean... It was something my mom kind of just hammered in my brain when I was growing up too. Oh, no, yeah. You know... Yeah. Yeah. I, I thankfully I don't think that I don't think this is really a big issue. I don't yeah. either. I just We can all agree that you should not lie about exactly. literally anything. <laughs> well, and you shouldn't lie not just to somebody, but 
you shouldn't um, lie to yourself about things either, you know, mm. or about how you feel about things. Give, I think that that would be... Give me a for instance. Well, I mean, like, we've had past issues with uh, you not being honest with yourself about certain things or preferences. Like what? Mm-mm. <laughs> they're the past and we're not bringing up the past okay. like that. But, okay. but I mean like you just have to be true to yourself I mean you can't just and I'm not just talking to just to you but in general like even for myself you have to don't say like those little lies don't say something's okay when it's not okay <laughs> kind of thing oh I get what you're talking about now. be honest yeah. about yeah. it yeah. yeah but then like like going to what you were saying just now though like I think you can be as I think you're I think you're as honest as you can be about certain things mm-hmm. um but then you grow mm-hmm. and develop and fi- in other areas of your life get more developed, defined and matured mm-hmm. to where like you're like, "Oh, well that's changed." Mm-hmm. and stuff. And so I I just think a level of maturity goes with with how to, how to handle that. Right. That's completely a different tangent. Um, what Marie and I are talking about. Mm-hmm. Kind of getting some clarity on something that you guys have no idea about. Mm-hmm. We might talk about off air. Um, and so, yeah. Lies. The you know, debrief. The debrief, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Which we might we might get specific on the in the future about some of these things. We mm-hmm. never know. We never know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, number 10. Number 10 number. is letting pride creep in. Oh, dang. Yeah, I mean this this kind of we kind of touched on this one on a few different ones, but to round it all off, man, it's it's <laughs> it's not about you. Right. <laughs> it's 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 it you're not just operating as an individual anymore. Um it's the merging of two kingdoms as I've said in the past. It's it's especially, and I'll just speak from my experience as the the husband in the relationship and the spousal relationship. You know, we we have Bryce. You and I have you know like it laid out in scripture, like Christ gave Himself for the church with His own body. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's 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 this is no this is no short order that we're called to here. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. This is this is serious stuff, and so it's just like man. I, Okay. <laughs> and I that's that's just become more real for me. Um you know, more and more. Uh there's there's a big hurdle that I had to get over within the last year or two, but uh, just more and more real, you know, mm-hmm. as the seasons change and time progresses and stuff like that. Yeah. Um letting pride creep in though. Anybody else? So this um, article, I think, is specifically talking about not recognizing your own flaws and that kind of stuff, but Mm. always pointing the blame. Mm. Um, Mm. Not that I always blame Bryce for anything, but I think that this is something I struggle with a lot because uh, I I really have a hard time apologizing. Mm. Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. Where do you think that comes from? Um, I don't know if this is all of it, but I was in a pretty toxic relationship before and I really, yeah. And I, uh, um, had to apologize for everything. I, I mean, even when I didn't do anything wrong, yeah. I had to apologize. And huh. I, I started back to what you were talking about being 
being sensitive and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I started a job one time while I was in that relationship, and while I was training, uh, the manager or whatever would be like, okay, do this, and I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, and she'd be like, stop saying yep. sorry, and so I think once I got out of that relationship and, like, kind of got over it, it made me, like, I, I'm not apologizing because I'm not doing anything wrong. I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah, like, kind of like a... An overcorrection mm-hmm. from like a past, yeah. That yeah, that makes past thing. That, that no, that makes that makes sense. And then so like, what you have to find then is like a healthy, a healthy tension or balance between the two. Like yeah. having to apologize for everything and just not apologizing for anything. Like yeah. God really has to break me. <laughs> like really break me. And so like, and then not having your apology sound like all bitter and spiteful. Like yeah, that's sorry, hard too. yeah. And so, <laughs> I, not that we're speaking from experience or anything. <laughs> uh, but, but Bryce, how about you? But how about pride? Uh, admitting your flaws, you you had kind of spoke to this already. You know, you were saying about um, just kind of having like a guilty conscience. You know, kind of being very uh, me. I'm very self deprecating. <laughs> like I I I am quick to admit that that I suck. Um, now <laughs> and and that yeah, absolutely. And, that was know, after God working on you too. Yeah, and so you know, I just yeah, my. my my pride is full. Never, uh, usually never intact. I, I try not to keep it intact, rather. I don't know what your opinion is, but I think that you're not prideful at all. I mean, I don't think that you're ever afraid to admit you did something wrong or anything like that. <clears throat> I don't, I don't think, I don't think that either. Um, Because I know that if you if something's like going wrong, usually, usually maybe this is me. Maybe it's on the opposite side of the spectrum, and and it's me feeling sorry for myself or something like that. But I don't I don't think it is because usually if something goes wrong, it's usually my fault, and I've kind of gotten used to it. If that makes sense, I know that kind of sounds sad, but it's well. the thing, is that, is that she's in she's incredibly smart, and she. Like, she will own up to her mistakes if she makes a mistake. Um, but she is 99% of the time <laughs> correct about things that we need to do. And I have this one time that I'm correct about something. And then I make it a big, big old deal or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's... I don't, I don't think that I'm prideful. I'm not afraid to own up to something that I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Or a mistake that I've made. Mm-hmm. But um, you get a big head if you're ever right on the rare occasion. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm hey, not he said it. right all the time. Well, so. no, I think this is like, to me, like, uh, of course, like sports is kind of my love language, which we're going to get into love languages next. I don't know if we're going to have time for love languages this week. Yeah. We, yeah. Might save, we might save it for next time. But to me, like, pride, you know, we talked about teams, you know, uh, here recently. Family teams is also a good resource. You, should go, you guys should look that up. Um, but, uh, to me, it's about being a good winner and a good loser. Like, um, admitting, like, you talk, you guys just talk about being right about something. Like, you don't have to be, like, a, a sloppy winner. Like, <laughs> and, just, and just be gross about your winning. Like, okay, you're right about something. Yes, I was I was right about this. Let's take this actionable step, this item, to go, go forward. Uh, but also, like, on you and I's, how you and I kind of relate, Bryce, is, like, Okay, like we messed up, but we don't we don't have to like just go into full self deprecation mode, like where mm-hmm. I'm just a, a horrible human being now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I and I have a I have a hard time with that because yeah. I'm just very, yeah. very eeyore about it. 
um, <laughs> uh, about just uh, sometimes I can what be was, that way too. What was me kind of thing? Right? Yeah. Right. There's. I mean. And when I say that I'm like like I make a big deal about being right whenever I'm right, mm-hmm. um, it's definitely one hundred percent just a joke. Like I'm joking yeah, around totally. about it. I'm okay. not mm-hmm. like serious mm-hmm. at all. Okay. But he doesn't really know when to stop, and so then it gets <laughs> <laughs> to be too so much. Going and then it'll end up getting on the nerves and stuff like that. But anyway, I mean, Very there's. Cool. Um, I'm glad to think that you are. I'm glad to know that you don't think that I'm proud. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's something that I'm happy about. I mean, I don't know. I think I just know when I'm wrong, or I know. Well, I don't know all the time when I'm wrong. She'll tell me if I'm wrong, but I know that if I'm wrong, she'll tell me I'm wrong, and then I know that I'm wrong. If yeah. that makes sense, you know what I mean? Like, sure. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's it's a very good team type thing yeah. for her to help me on if I'm wrong on something. Yeah. There's a lot of times that we'll be, I mean, she, she handles the bills. There was one time she's handling the bills mm-hmm. and stuff and, and, uh, she knows where everything goes and stuff like that. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, like, she's asking to go spend money on something. And I'm like, where are we getting all this? Like, where's this money coming from? If, 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 and she, she has a, she has a thing like a bad, bad habit of saying that we're poor all the time. It's a joke. I know it's a joke. I know it's a joke. I know it's a joke. And I think I need to take that a little bit more. But it's... I was thinking more about when I'm paying bills and you're like, well, why don't we have all this extra money? And I'm like, do you want to do it? Let me keep going. Let me keep going. Exactly. So there's times whenever I'll say that kind of stuff. And the last time that that happened was a time whenever I I was sitting at the dinner table and she said, okay, I'm done. You do it. And she went down and got her planner book. She went down and got everything that she she uses to do the bills and stuff like that. She gave me her tip card. She gave me the, the rest of the cash. She mm-hmm. said, you do it. And I said, I'm not smart enough to do it. I don't, like, I, I, like, I've owned up to that and said that I'm not smart enough to do it. And mm-hmm. she wasn't, she wasn't backing down until we eventually had a conversation about it. And, I mean, that's a time that I realized what I said was wrong. And I immediately realized it after I had said it, you know? And so, I mean, we had talked it out at the end of the night. And obviously, she's still handling the finances because if I was, then we'd be Mm -hmm. actually poor. So, what do we say? But respect the what? Yeah, we have are the saying in our house, as far as our finances go, uh, our saying is respect the tally, which is, which refers to we have a running tally of how much actual cash we have to spend. And so, um, what's great, what's great about, yes, I'm getting there. What's good, what's good about our bank is that it will actually tell us how much money that we have in the account after the pending transactions. Mm -hmm. Um, and so Marie will take that total and then from that total, she'll subtract what bills still have, have to have left to become out. That's the tally. And that's the tally. And then the money after that is what we call AB, which stands for after bills. Mm-hmm. So after the bills, we have X amount of dollars. I, is that not what I just did in the car? <laughs> it's, it's, that's what she was doing whenever you said, once you're done, come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's... figuring it out. Absolutely. I and do so, that at 4.30 in the morning on Friday payday. Yeah. And, and so, that tally runs until Friday payday. Yep. And so that's how, we, how much money we know we have. 
Um, and so you and I have readily admitted this in the past, Bryce, that Marie and Danielle are our respective CFOs mm-hmm. uh, of our, you know, <laughs> the the executive pastors of our house mm-hmm. uh, of this kingdom and stuff. And so I, I think I'm in a position where I mean, I'm sl- I think I'm between you and Marie and Danielle. I think if I like if I needed to do our bills. Or like if I needed to be like be independent. Be careful. I love be careful you. Bryce, what you're saying. Bryce is not dumb. He's I, like, be careful. She's gonna give it to you. She's gonna tell you like, to do it. No, no, no. Because no. Marie and I, Marie and I have an no, understanding. Yeah. Marie and I have an understanding. Like she's she's great at this. That, that's awesome. Like we right. we we play on each other's strengths, you know, and, and stuff like that. Like if I, but I'm saying, well, all I'm saying is that if I need to, like if I had to, like if I was on my own for some god god awful reason, something happened to Marie. You know, if I needed to, then I think I could. Bryce but has done it before. He just right. talks about himself like he's dumb, but he's not. <laughs> I could do it if I needed to, but I sure. mean, there's. I mean, she obviously has her system, and she has a way that we do things. I'm just a little bit more organized. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Um, well, man, we made it through the ten um, guys, uh, listeners. Tell us what you think. Um, have, have you guys struggled with some of this same stuff? How do you guys do with pride? How do you guys deal with each other's past? You know, so those are some of the highlights. Yeah. Um, you know, tell us, tell us what you struggle with. Uh, tell us if we could, like we said with the police officer thing earlier, uh, tell us what, educate us, you yes. know, cause like I said, we're, we're, we're teachable. I feel um, like, I feel like this has turned into sort of a marriage podcast. Um, like, and like I, I said, that's not a bad thing I commented, the, I commented earlier, like we, we can come up with different things to talk about. Like we did, we did the uh, top 10, like one of the first episodes we did with the wives was like a top 10 cringeworthy things like, uh-huh. uh, Christian uh-huh. say. I'm I'm trying to update the blog all the time about stuff. You guys can contribute as well. Again, other other housekeeping items. Uh, we have the blog. We have the page, Collective Journal on Facebook, that the wives need to get on top of uh, constructing. We have those journals too. We have we the journals. Too. We forgot them. Yes, and so. Uh, and she took pictures the, for me. The, the, page, oh, right. the page is under construction. Please bear with us, guys. I try to do my best to post the episodes. That's my portion of this whole deal. Um, best I can. Um yeah, and Bryce, I was gonna put this plug into you. So when's your last before your vacay? When's your last day of work? My last day of work is Saturday. Is Saturday? Dang it! Because I was gonna we have men's breakfast on Saturday mornings now, which I know you're always working men's really Saturday what time? Mornings. The men's breakfasts are nine a.m. Oh, I was gonna say if it was like ten, you yeah, might be if, able to make it. <laughs> if it's like ten, then I could wake up much. I could wake up early and get in early and be done early. So, yeah, yeah. But, well, but yeah. um, yeah, because the breakfasts go from nine to basically. 10 20 yeah. and then the the community care team meets at 10 30 yeah so womp, womp. that's all right but we will but i'm 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 there's we move very fluidly you know with 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 that because you know these originally started back in the day uh with a with a dear friend of ours who passed um around football games and like we said earlier the aforementioned kansas city chiefs kick off things mm-hmm. well, you guys will be out of town for that anyway uh, but around, <laughs> on, on Thursday night, well, we're going to see if we're going to get together and have a watch party or something like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'll keep you in the loop. Maybe you guys could meet on Tuesday since you'll, you're going to be off for the Oh, yeah. Yeah, if that, if that works for you. You guys can discuss it at a different time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, guys, uh, thank you guys for listening. Please just uh, share, you know, keep listening. 
subscribe, like, share with your friends. Or is that Re- only like YouTube? That's a YouTube thing. Oh, yeah, okay. you guys can review YouTube. review on iTunes. <laughs> that helps. That helps uh, let people know where they can find the podcast share and it. stuff, and share it with sure. your friends. Absolutely, word of mouth is still the greatest. Uh, you know. Tool. Tool, yeah. Thank you. Hey, you helped me with a word. All right, guys. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye. And that was just a fail on my part. You guys are seeing all this. Yeah. <laughs>